Yeah. I, there was there was something I was going to open up with because I wanted like something like super fucking specific I wanted to tell you. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. Oh, fair enough, I, I guess. I don't. I mean, that's that's a that's a thing. I forgot. Oh, whoops. Anyways, damn it. It was it was supposed to be good. <laughs> Supposed to be good. Fair enough. I don't remember what it was. Anyways, well, it'll it'll come back. It'll like we got an hour and a half. To, it'll it'll come back. Anyways, Jesus Christ. Uh, I need some I need some fucking sleep. So, I think I'd mentioned on which eventually we will get to talking about the frequency thingy with the phones. Yeah, I, someday. Th- someday, but not today. It's, it's just something <laughs> I want to talk about, and now it's on my list that I have to do it now instead of just letting it go. But I'm not gonna let it go. But I'd mentioned on another previous podcast that I had to take the cat to the vet. Yes. And I did not get great news. Yeah. Unfortunately. Right. So I brought the cat to the vet and I'm just thinking allergies. I'm thinking um, dry eye. I'm just thinking something quick and easy. Right. So I bring him in and we get him. I get him in to see the vet and I, I let, I'm like, hey, like his eyes kind of been a little bit red just the whites of his eyes have been a little bit red but i said here within the past week i've noticed that this the whites of his eyes gotten like really red and i've noticed that he's the color of his eyes a little off yeah i'm talking about you fucker so he's so cute oh my god so he's like all right well it could be a couple things it could also be um feline herpes and i'm like what Oh my god, my cat! <laughs> my cat's a Ow. cat's a slut. That's not a shame on anybody who has herpes. I'm just making a joke. I'm like, this cat's a fucking yeah. slut. I'm gonna shame him. And so, right. I, but that's what I thought internally. But what I said out loud was, he can have a herpes breakout in his fucking eye. And he was like, Yeah, actually, yo. I was like, That's fucked up. So he's like, Crazy thing that can happen in like people too. <sighs> that's unfortunate. That's terrible. Yeah. That's yeah. That's rough, man. That's yes. I feel. I'm so sorry. But he takes the cat. He's like, oh, "We're gonna take the cat back." Of course, of course. Like everyone loves this fucking cat. Anybody who sees this fucking cat is like, "I love your cat. Your cat's so pretty. Your cat's so sweet." And I'm like, "You would not be yeah. saying any of this if he called your fucking feet like he does mine." That's very true. But conveniently, I don't live with him, so he doesn't get my feet. Well, he calls mine, and I yes, don't he like does. It. He sure does. <laughs> so, so I'm like, what? So everyone, like this, like the woman, the tech vet that's with him, with the with the actual vet, is like, no, like really, look at his hair. And I'm like, yes, he's soft. I see him. He's pretty. <laughs> she's like, she's like, no, no, women would like. It's like almost like human hair. Like he's got so much depth and color in his. Hair. I'm like, bruh, I don't give a. <laughs> He's a bastard. I don't care about his hair. And she's just petting him and feeling him. And I'm like, I hate, God damn it. So <laughs> he gets all the attention he, everywhere he <laughs> fucking goes. I'm like, God damn. So they take him to the back and they're back there for 45 minutes. Oh, and I'm oh. like, this can't be good. But he said that there was another vet who had done an, an eye eye rotation. So I'm like, OK, so I figured like they had to wait for that vet to be available to do mm-hmm whatever it is they were going to do, like have the vet look at the eye. So he comes back in and I kind of forget what he said, but he's like, we need to talk. Oh no, that's went, never good. Oh God. I, yeah. So immediately I stand the fuck up and I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, what do you mean? What, what's going on? He's, I was like, what'd you find out? And he was like, your cat has glaucoma. And of course, at the time I had no fucking clue what glaucoma means. Nobody in my family has glaucoma. I don't yeah. know what glaucoma there's no reason for me to know what glaucoma is. I I just don't know what glaucoma is. So I'm like, what does that mean? What's like when he and he's just like he just told me he's like, the pressure has built up in your cat's eye. 
um, that he uh, that the the uh, the other vet had looked into the cat's eye and could see that there's pressure building up in the cat's eye and that there is damage to the optic nerve. And I went, "You mean to tell me he can't see out of that eye? He's blind in that eye? Is that what you're telling me right now?" <laughs> I oh, said man. it literally. I said it literally. Like, I was like. You mean to tell me he's blind in that eye? Is that what you're saying? I, I said it just like that. He's like, yes, your cat yeah. is blind in that eye. Damn, bro. I went, that's, I, I was so fucking close to losing it. It took yeah. everything that I had to keep it together. I was like, my cat, I thought my cat was just fucking cross-eyed, not blind. What the yeah. fuck? So I'm, I'm like ready to lose it because I'm like, my cat has had fucking glaucoma. He's blind in that eye. I had no idea that there was something wrong, but they were like, hold on, hold on. Like, it's very rare in cats. It's common in dogs, rare in cats. It's okay. Like, you did nothing wrong when you saw the signs, brought the cat in. Like, that is on nobody's radar to look for glaucoma in a cat. So I'm like, okay, okay. So they were like, we're going to give you two drops that you're going to put in every hour. I went, what? And they said, yes, you have to put the drops in every hour because the pressure's pretty up there. It's like a 30, it was like a 33, they said. She's Louise. 32, 33. Uh, I found out later that 35 is usually the mark of when cats starting or start to get migraines. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? So they're telling me I have to do it every hour until the next morning. They want to recheck the next day yeah. at 10 in, the, 10 in the morning when they open. And this is like Saturday. So all my plans go out the fucking window. And of course, the vet tech, at, she's like, do you have anybody at home who could like help you take shift during the nights? And I said, no. No, it's just me. It's just me. And so I'm like overwhelmed. I'm trying not to lose my shit. I did start crying. The vet tech, he walked out, which I kind of thought he was low key hitting on me in the beginning. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, because he was like my age and I could tell he was single. And he was like asking me like personal questions like, oh, what do you do for work? And, and of course, it al always gets driven to the point of what do you do for work? And I'm like, well, I have a master's degree in electrical and computer engineering and I do like consulting work. And every single time I bring it up, the person feels bad. And is just like, well, I guess he, his response was, well, I guess you do more interesting stuff than I do. And I was like, no, no, no. You get to work with pets all day. That's cool. So... <laughs> I, I, I that's why I fucking hate fucking hate bringing it up because it makes everybody feel bad and I'm like don't feel bad what you you do is fun I think instead of telling somebody that their cat is fucking blind and has glaucoma but regardless yeah that part's not fun that part's not fun but <laughs> that part's really sad yeah so he was like he was like oh you do you like living up here where are you from and then as soon as he's like your cat's got glaucoma it was just all of it was off so, so <laughs> How do you hit on somebody after saying, hey, by the way, your cat's kind of going blind in one of his eyes. Hey, you want to get dinner? Like, yeah. like you can't, <laughs> wine and dine. You, you, you can't follow that up with anything good. No. So, yeah. So he basically ran <sighs> out of the room when I started crying. <sighs> and so um, they just said I have to give drops every hour throughout the night and bring it back at 10 a.m. And they were like, well, we could do a drop off on him tomorrow. Of course, I'm so out of my fucking mind. I have no idea what they're saying. I have no idea what's going on. Um, they did tell me he's not in pain. Yeah, which is good. Which is good. But he, they were like, cats are really reclusive and weird. And he's like, your cat is very docile um, right now. And I was like, yeah, I don't fucking know about what that's about. So um, I get checked out. And they, they, they give me two scripts. And they're like, you have to get this filled at a human pharmacy. And I was like, what Jesus. the fuck? What the fuck? So it's actually like human glaucoma medication drops. 
Damn. Yeah, so um, I called around in the pharmacy. The pharmacy that was actually like on the other side of the strip mall from the animal hospital had them. So I dropped the cat off, ran back to that pharmacy, got them filled. And then the vet called me and said, hey, we actually have pain meds for you. I was like, you said he wasn't in pain. What the fuck? But it's as needed. Yeah, it's a just-in-case situation, I'm sure. Yes, so which I'm kind of glad I had Sunday night because he needed to be knocked out because I couldn't tell if he was in pain or fucking exhausted. So it worked out of the way. Worked out of the way. So um, as I was getting those drops filled, they called me for pain meds. I ran and got those. So I got all the pain meds. I did every hour until I went to sleep. And then once I went to sleep, it was every two hours I would wake up. I would set an alarm on my Apple Watch to wake me up, which thank God I had that. I don't think anything else would have wakened me up. And every two hours, I would grab him. And you can't just put the drops in. You can't just drop, drop, be done. You have to wait five minutes in between each drops. Oh, my God. So I was like, I have to fucking hold him. Because if I don't, he'll just run off and I'll have to go find him in five minutes. Yeah. So I do that all throughout the night. Next morning, I bring him in at like 9.50 and the vet checks him out again. And um, the the pressure's still the same. Mm. So they had sent me a list, list of ophthalmologist places to bring him to, but like it's a Sunday and they're a specialist, so they get to work during the weekdays and that's it. So the best option was to get him into an ER that had an ophthalmologist on site, but mm-hmm. still that ophthalmologist wasn't in until Monday. Yeah. But uh, my, my vet ended up calling up that ER place and was saying that we had a cat that the pressure, because it's an emergency, like glaucoma... Yeah. It, it's that's an emergency like that is an er emergency um hence the e in the er so so we um <clears throat> got a we actually got a hold of the ophthalmologist's cell phone number and he able he was able to text her and say hey here's a situation do you have any suggestion to keep him to hold him over until we can get him to see somebody on monday and she added one more drop and i was like fuck and so but she was like it, it's only twice a day and i was like thank god so it was my best bet was just to get him into the ER because if it was considered an emergency, the ophthalmologist has to come down to the ER to see the cat. Like it's yeah. like, an, like the cat has to get squeezed in. So I, I get I get a hold of a, of a wonderful person who works there and she gave me the situation of like how exactly I could weasel my way in. And I was like, that's exactly what I'm going to fucking do. So I kept doing the drops again for the second night all throughout the night two hours every and he's tired i'm tired because he's not getting any sleep either and he can't nap because every time i give him drops he runs off yeah so finally i call up in the morning and they're like well like i don't think the woman actually knew that glaucoma was emergency because she's like well we don't really like see cats with glaucoma like we we would take him like if his eye exploded or something but like and i was like we want to avoid that happening which is the whole purpose of me coming Right. And so she was like, you would have to make an appointment with the ophthalmologist. I said, let me back up for a second. I said, the woman yesterday who actually was like, did have the ophthalmologist schedule said to just come in. And then that and then finally she was like, yep, we have room for your cat. Bring him. So I was like, OK, so brought him Jesus. up there. Dro- yeah, I, whatever. So I <laughs> dropped him off and they said, go home. It could be like it could be till three o'clock that the ophthalmologist sees you. And I went, oh, fuck Christ. So I went home. But at 10 o'clock, I dropped him off. I was there at like fucking 7 o'clock. Ophthalmologist calls me at 10.30 and was like, hey, pressure's not going down. And I was like, well, what, what, like, I was like, well, is he in pain? Like, what's the, like, what's the, like, 
Yeah. Talk to me like I'm five. What does 33 mean? Like, is it too much, too little? Is I going to explode? Is he in pain? Like, what's the deal? So then she told me 35 is migraine, but um, he's not in pain. She, she's like, I see no signs of pain. He's, he's behaving really well. He seems okay. fine. So she said what she wants is... To do the to to do the drops that I was doing every hour to only do three times a day, and I said that's much more reasonable. And then the other drop to continue doing twice a day. Okay. But she said that she wants to. It probably needs more time, and because she just said uh, glaucoma in cats is very finicky and rare, and it sometimes doesn't cooperate as soon as we would like, or as well as we would hope. So she just said, give it two more weeks. He's not in pain. Like it's it it is an issue, but it's not. A severe issue. So she just said, schedule an appointment two weeks, have the pressure rechecked, and we'll go from there. So that's what I did. Um, I rescheduled an appointment with her in her office. So, like, if the pressure is bad, we could just immediately start talking, discussion, discussion options. Yes. So they gave me a list of, like, different things that they can do, which worst case is eye removal. Best case is uh, a drop or two for the rest of his life to manage it. But here, here we are. I brought him home. And we're managing the drops. And as you could imagine, this cat fucking hates it, which is fair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, he's getting a little bit better with it. But the main takeaway here is he is not in pain. Yep. So we're okay. Because if, if, if the game changes as soon as he gets in pain. But he uh, is, he's, he's running around. He's not reclusing. He's not blinking that eye. He's been acting the same. The whites of his eyes actually look just a smidge bit better. But I can't tell if, like, the medication's like causing that or is like actually helping if that makes sense yeah absolutely oh, sweet dumb kitty boy <laughs> but of course of course the first thing one of the first thing the ophthalmologist said is he's behaving so well and he's so pretty and i'm like god damn it <laughs> i see him in the background little he's, fucker. Say- he's so cute yeah. <laughs> god i love him he's so fucking cute yep He's just he's so silky and handsome. Oh my! That's what everyone said. He's so <laughs> soft and he's so pretty. And I'm like, only put your put your foot up on the table. Put your foot up on the table. You'll see a fucking mm-hmm. different story. Yeah, take your sock off. See what he does. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. So oh. that's that, that's the update. I got an appointment ten o'clock May seventeenth. Okay. So we'll we'll find out then. Um, what's gonna happen? Fingers crossed. Everything goes well, and maybe it just drops. And he'd be good. Yep. Let's let's uh, uh sweet let's little do kid that. boy. All right. But you wanna know what else we need to cross our fingers with and hope the best for and also needs drops a couple times a day? Oh no. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, spooky stories. Did you screech? You were supposed to go. No, ah. I didn't screech. I didn't screech this time. This is the screechless episode. I to confuse them. We got to keep them on their toes. I don't. It confuses me. <laughs> confuses me. You'll be fine. The cat is fucking sniffing my feet. Yeah, he's gonna fuck your feet up because you've what? been giving him drops. <laughs> I talked about his fetish. Now he's, he's coming here. for your toes, buddy. <laughs> Ugh. Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing, you fucking weirdo? Stop sniffing my feet. Okay. That's because you're stationary and he knows you're not going to grab him for his little droppy drops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks, less, it looks less red, so whatever. That's good. That's very good. Yep. Okay. Um, what do we do here? Oh, huh. heads. Heads or tails. Yeah. What do you want? Heads or tails. Uh, booty ass, please. As is tradition. 
I'm sorry, it glitched. What what did you? Booty ass. Booty ass as is tradition. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We're having I'm having internet issues. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I'm about to call Blake. He doesn't even know it yet. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. <laughs> Blake, help me, because I don't want to figure this out myself. Like, two brains is better than one. Booty ass, okay. Booty ass. Ass butt. Did you just fucking eat it under the wall? <gasps> I just fucking slapped the shit out of it. <laughs> it landed It landed on booty ass, so we're just going to go with that. <laughs> Perfect. Booty ass it is. But before um, your booty ass goes, and I don't throw up on myself, um, if you want to support this and... Um, me slapping quarters into the wall apparently please be sure to head on over to our patreon at patreon.com slash haunt her i barely know her we have two tiers we have a medium tier no investigator tier that's five dollars and a medium tier that's seven dollars and with the obviously elite elitist tier you get more shit including a sticker and a personal virtual high five from zoe that i doubt she'll ever do i mean it might happen i need to <laughs> add that to the list of things to do <laughs> <laughs> it just won't happen. Oh my god! We just need to like actually just get like a palm, like a cartoon drawing of your palm, and send that out as a sticker, and it's your personal virtual high five. Oh, that's a pretty good idea. Sold, done. I love them. You know what I'm saying? Pack it and ship it. <laughs> we do gotta get more stickers, by the way. Okay. Okay. Cat sniffing my feet again. All right, it's your turn. Go okay, ahead. great. Yeah, it is my turn. I'm super incredibly thrown off by like when I talk to you and like your face freezes because I, I base so much of what I do off of your fucking face I and know. I can't see it. Ugh, I'll, it I'll get it fixed. I, I know, fine. I'll get it fixed. We'll, it's we'll, all fine. Is this Berg what? Wolf? What the fuck? Wolfseg. I thought that was just yeah. wolf That's sex. That's in Germany. Wolfseg. Wolf sex? Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah, that. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about wolf sex today. Uh, it's located in Bavaria, Germany. <laughs> Your whole first page is just <laughs> I know. Berg Wolf Seg. That's why Bavaria, I got so scared. Uh, yeah, I know. That's why I got so scared because I had a picture that I put in and it like fucking jumped all the text down and it scared me because I thought that I had not actually texted my things. I got spooked. You gotta. No, you gotta do. Where's the thing? Where? Oh, here we go. What? You gotta go. Where's what thing? Okay, go like this. Like this. Cool. Weirdo. Ah, get up there. No, too far. No, it's too far It's fucking breaking all my shit. Why the fuck? Why does it keep going down? Stop going down. Why do you have to have such a giant fucking picture? I mean, God I just it. stuck it in there. <laughs> I wasn't God worried about fuck. it. <laughs> I'm going to scream. Okay, done. <laughs> okay, uh, great. Cool. Done. Cool, 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 cool. All right, so this is a remote village in Germany, which makes sense because I said Germany. The main reason that people visit this bad boy... <laughs> Is because it's okay. Now what? What the fuck did I do? Okay, we're gonna just control would, delete okay, the whole thought. It wasn't you, it was me. I think. <laughs> okay, because I was like, what I didn't touch fuck? shit. I don't know. So this castle basically sits in the center of this village, like it's like their main square, pretty much. And like people visit this castle, like it's a teeny tiny little village. The reason that they visit the village is the castle. That's what I was trying to say. Here we are. It's fine. It's all fine. So Wolfseg Castle is a big stone behemoth that, like, the village grew up around, which is kind of cool, right? Because, like, from any point inside the village, you can look up and see the castle. But also from, like, miles away, you can see the castle because it's a big boy. Mm -hmm. So the castle itself was built in the 13th century, and the town was built up around it. 
It was built by a wealthy nobleman that was like he was a he was also a like a knight, which I thought was kind of fun in the 13th century. A knight called that's Ulrich. pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I know, right? I was like, ooh, fancy! What a like a nobleman knight situation. Ooh. His name was Ulrich von Laber. Uh, I wanted you just cat. Did you just fucking bite me? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Ulrich von Lichtenstein, and I was going <laughs> to lose my shit. Nah, 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 Laber, von Laber. So he built it for him and his wife, Clara von Heifenstein. I Heifelstein. love it. We're going to say that. Heifenstein. Yes, exactly. It sounds like I have a terrible lisp. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it, was, it was built for a strategic stronghold for the area, because uh, Mr. Ulrich thought that he was... Or Ulrich, excuse me, thought that he was a very important nobleman. So the castle, even though it was like definitely a strategical stronghold for the for the little countryside situation, he never had to use it as a def- defensive structure. It was just a symbol for the people to know that they were safe if anything bad ever happened, which is kind of cool. That's quee. That's quee. Why did I say quee? Why did- Whoa. Cute? Quaint? Cute and quaint? quaint? Okay, That's what we're going with? Cool, yeah, yeah, very quaint and quiet and cool and, yeah, that's as many <laughs> qu- words as I could come up with. Croissant. 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 So, Wolfside Castle mainly served as, like, a lodging area for traveling troops. So, any troops that were traveling from, like, one big city in Germany to another that happened to cross, like, close to this place just ended up staying here. Which I thought that was kind of fun and cute and cool. Quaint. Uh, later. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Never. <laughs> Never ever. Uh, later in the castle's life, it was abandoned and left to the community who used it as a shelter for families in need. So like people who couldn't afford housing, they just stuck them in the castle. And Damn. that kind of, unfortunately, that ended up leaving the castle in desperate need of renovation and care because it was just like nobody put money into making it look nice. They just used it. Yeah, it's called, that's called like a landlord special kind of deal. Ha 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 ha. Whoops. So finally, uh, the castle was largely restored by a wealthy and eccentric man that currently owns it. And those renovation efforts are currently continuing and are performed largely by a team of volunteers. So I think that's kind of cool. Eventually, the castle will be restored to its original glory. So that's pretty fancy. I really like that. That's really cute. Yeah, it's pretty quaint. So that is the small, small history of this bitch. Um, the rest of it is just spooky <gasps> stuff. <laughs> that's that's all you found on this place? That's all I could find. That was it. Damn. Okay. Yeah. And I, I tried. I found. I ran into two or three uh, articles that I couldn't get into because I'm American and not German, which pissed me off. But that's fine. Ah, okay. It happens that way sometimes. Uh, it's all fine. I'm gonna have to get a a, a vipatin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> it'll be fine. Okay. Okay. So this castle has a woman in white. Big surprise. They're always in white. So she shows up. All throughout the castle, and especially in Clara's old bedchamber. So it's believed that Cla- the 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 woman in white that happens to hang around in Clara's old bedchamber is responsible for the poltergeist activity that takes place in the castle. And that's like you know stuff getting thrown around, paintings get knocked off the wall, 
stuff goes missing, like things that people bring with them just is gone and then shows up different places, all sorts of stuff. Along with the poltergeist activity, there are disturbances in electromagnetic fields. So anybody brings an EMF in this bitch, it, she just goes off constantly. Constantly. It's a castle. Uh, <laughs> wild. There's also strange light anomalies. So, you know, light orbs, glowing shapes, uh, full body apparitions, you know, all the stuff. Ew, yeah. no. All, all the things. No. Super fun. Super fun. So... One sighting of the woman in white was from Miss Mrs. Hedwig Pilmar. What? I can't say her fucking last name. It's fine. I, Mrs. I Hedwig. Just, that's a that's a Harry Potter name. Hedwig? Yeah. Well, it's a German name that they got. It's fine. The, yes. The owl. Yeah. Yeah, the owl that dies. Ha, spoiled yeah. it for you. When does the owl die? I'm sorry. Have you seen the Harry Potter movies? Yes, and I don't remember. Yeah, in the last... Uh, the second to last movie, the beginning of the Deathly Hallows. How? Uh, they're transporting Harry from Privet Drive to the Burrow, and uh-huh. she is like attached to um, Harry and defends Harry and gets murdered. Yeah, she stops a killing curse for him. Ah, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it's literally in the movie. Well, I'm I mean, disappointed yes. in you. I'm sorry that I can't remember uh, a show, a movie that I didn't like nor dislike. I was just indifferent. I'm just indifferent about Harry Potter. I'm sorry. That's that's okay. We're all entitled to our wrong opinions. This is America. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 All right. So, so yes. I remember. You remember? I remember what I was going to open up the uh, podcast oh. with. What was it? It was, I was going to say happy... Happy uh, Spartan 117 episode. Right. And actually, that's it's for Blake. It's for Blake. That's a Halo <laughs> thing, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is Master Chief? Yes. John 117. Okay, cool, 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 yes. cool, cool. Yes. I was about to uh, say, I feel like that's a thing, but I can't remember. It's a thing. See, cool. like, listen, again, like how you're disappointing me with Harry Potter, I'm fucking disappointed in you, bitch. <laughs> that's okay. We did, it is what it is. Your it's opinion is also wrong about that's, not liking Halo. So. I, I didn't say I didn't like Halo. I was just too poor to get the systems when I was a kid. It's fine. <laughs> now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> you reverse uno me. I hate it. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, good times. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Redhead bitch. That's yeah, true. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> All right, so. <clears throat> All right, so let's let me tell you about Mrs. Hedwig. Okay. Tell me. So, Mrs. Hedwig was an administrator for this castle in 1930. Yes. Was she a. <laughs> yes. Cellular hand, what <laughs> was she? Was she the administrator of the dark arts? No, just the, the regular um, medieval arts, I'm sure, because oh, okay. she was living okay. in a medieval castle. That's my guess, though. Okay, yeah, what the fuck was she administrator? Okay, if I let you finish the sentence, I, just, I don't know, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> she lived here with her husband, and one night she was like walking back from the bathroom, I guess, I don't know, uh, d- and she sees like this white clad figure. And is like, that bitch see-through. And is like, Richard. I don't know what her husband's name was. I'm just going to assume it was Richard. Uh, she yells, Richard. And he, like, runs to, like, protect his wife, like all men in the 1930s do. Uh-huh. Um, and he shows up and he goes, oh, oh, shit, that lady see-through. 
<laughs> oh, damn. And then, like, they're both super scared, right? And then they run back to their room to hide. And then the next morning, they tell people, oh, my God, Clara von Helfenstein is here. She's dead uh-huh. and also see-through. And nobody believed them because it's the 1930s and ghosts aren't real. So Correct. That's, that's, yeah. uh, that's demon worship right there. Correct. So that was cool. And then I have put in my notes a picture of the lady. <gasps> Let me see. Yeah, it's a painting. That's uh, she's she's very bird looking. Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. She looks like a bird of prey. She does. You're right. Yeah, she mm-hmm. does. Like yeah. very osprey, osprey looking. Yeah, I ain't about it. <laughs> I ain't about it. But that's okay. So, legend says that the couple right started off like we're we're going back to Ulrich and the lady that I have, yes. keep forgetting her names. Her name, Cla- singular Clara. name, Clara. Clara. Yep, yeah. okay. Miss Miss Clara. Could be Clara. I don't know. So apparently, they were like super happy when the place was built, like super in love, having a great time, like being married, had a couple kids together, you know. But Ulrich had a lot of military responsibilities and just like nobleman stuff uh-huh. that would take him away from the home and his wife pretty often. So there's a couple of different options for how their marriage went from good to not good, because we know it has to be not good because I'm telling the story. So in the 1960s, there was a parapsychologist that did like a bunch of research into this place. His name was Hans Holzer. So Hans found out about this story and about Hedwig's claim. Yes. Hans. Hans Holzer. Whatever. Hans. Okay. <laughs> no, Mr. it's Hans. Hans. No. <laughs> This fucking goobro. It's hands. No. That's my accent. We're saying the same thing. <laughs> okay. Hands? Or did Hans? you say Hans? Hans. Hans. Okay. Okay, like whatever. Hans Solo. <laughs> God, dear. Okay. You know what? Keep going. Keep going. Forget I said anything. Keep going. You're doing great, sweetie. Okay. So Mr. Holzer uh, <laughs> found out about this story. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, so Holzer was the director of the New York Committee for the Investigation of Paranormal Occurrences. That's a fucking mouthful. Uh, so he began to investigate. I just punched my mic. Investigate. Can you stop? I'm I'm so much. I can't. <laughs> so, so he began investigating. And in 1969, he discovered several different stories about the castle and the reason that Ulrich and uh, Clara did not have such a good time. Mm-hmm. So... Option one, it began with an inheritance dispute, the outcome of which Ulrich, the countess's husband, Clara's husband, wanted to be decided in his favor. So he wanted, of course, the inheritance dispute to go to him. That's so, rude. Right. I mean, always. That's, but that's I mean, it was, rude. it was him versus another dude. Wait, so, wait, what? Wait, it was what, him what? versus another dude. Like oh. Ulrich and another person. And he wanted, like Ulrich wanted to win. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the reason that's important is because he, for whatever fucking reason, decided that his wife, Clara, should beguile his adversary, which means what like the fuck make her like make him fall in love with her so that he would be like, I want what's best for you and like let Ulrich win. So Ulrich was like it. pimping out his wife to this uh, to his like <laughs> fucking enemy to try and like do some shady shit right so unfortunately clara's uh or or ulrich's plan worked a little too well and clara fell in love with the adversary 
get fucked. Oh my god. <laughs> yep, changed I, changed sides and decided that she wants uh homeboy to win, right? Uh-huh. So that's not great. Uh when Ulrich found out about that betrayal, he decided to have her murdered. And <gasps> as you do, right, when you try and get your wife to sleep with somebody else, she sleeps with them, falls in love with them, and then you're like, oh, no, this isn't what I wanted. Fiddlesticks. Not- <laughs> <laughs> no. Too far. Pump the brakes. Wait a minute. <laughs> you Too can far. sleep with him. You just can't love him. All right, buddy. Mm. Whatever. So he commissions two farm boys to kill his wife, and they murder her while she was sitting at a window in the Renaissance room of the castle. Uh, they, like, one of them came up behind her and put her in, like, a sleeper chokehold, and the other one just stabbed her a bunch. So, oh, yeah, Jesus so, Christ. Right. So she died, obviously, and they buried her. Um, her lover, however, was bitterly, like, he, he avenged the murder by murdering Ulrich and his kids. We could have stopped at the kids, but, like. Yeah. Yeah. Gee. <laughs> What? Yeah. I was going to be like, yeah, but then you're like, and the kids. I went, no. Yeah, less good. That's less good. <laughs> That's less yeah, good. Yeah, that is less good. Yeah, so. Again, um, again, hmm. too far. Reel it in. <laughs> yeah, once again, maybe you shouldn't have gone down the road of, I'm going to let my wife uh, sleep. I'm going to tell my wife to sleep with this guy. Yeah, bad idea. Bad plan from the start. Ooh, so that's the official story that everybody believes. There are two other versions of the story. So the second version says that Clara had an affair with the owner of the hammer mill in a German place I'm not going to attempt to pronounce because I'll fuck it up. There is a Z. Heitzenhofen. Sure. Heitzenhofen. Sure. That sounds right. Uh, So that guy was Ulrich's arch enemy. So she fell in love with that dude for whatever reason. And then. I don't don't understand. Uh Uh-huh. Actually, no, never mind. When was this? The 1300s? 1200s? Yes. 13th century. Yeah, okay, there weren't that many people. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, when they were caught in the act, you know, doing uh, doing the dirty, uh, the he went into... Bash? <laughs> or the right set up monster bash, depending. Uh, whatever. whatever I mean, the monster match. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ulrich caught them doing it, regardless, and he got super mad and murdered them both. Which at least, I guess, in this version, he did it himself. But a short time later, Ulrich just died. And no reason why. No explanation. He just died. You know, I actually don't like either one of these stories because, like, she's, she's, uh, she's, she's made out to be an adulteress in both of these stories. And I just, I don't know. That's just really weird. Yeah, yeah. The f- the first time she was made to be an adulteress, which like that one I accept more readily than the other. But yeah, me, me. This um, is bullshit. Yeah, it is what it is. Eh. Third version says that the greedy relatives of Ulrich hatched a diabolical plan to get a hold of all of his stuff because you know he had a lot of stuff. So they arranged a compromising situation with a man in the castle and let Ulrich know about it. So they were like, your wife is with this guy and like made it sound that way, even though she wasn't. So that's not great. So he went in and then he was like, oh, oh, you guys are actually together because they were having a conversation. And then he got like super mad and killed them both. Jesus. In a rage. (laughs) 
God and then, damn. Yeah. Afterward, he was murdered by his relatives who interpreted this as an act of justice to like, you know, he killed his wife. So, and she was, she didn't, she wasn't doing anything wrong. So he killed her and that's not fair. So we're going to kill him like that kind of thing. So they could take all of his stuff. So. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I like none of these fucking stories. Correct. Yeah. There is a reason she came back as a woman in white and none of, none of it's happy. Yeah, no. no woman in white is ever happy. No. That's why so. she's in white. She's not yeah. happy. Yeah, because she's murdered. <laughs> Ooh. So, regardless, we don't know which version is actually correct. Only The only thing that is certain is that Clara was forcibly killed, and that since that time, the apparitions have been seen again and again and again. Incidentally, under the fortifications of the castle, there are little caves that served as water reservoirs. And fun fact, um, from those caves, you can hear unexplainable noises. Uh. And that has been going on since the 19th century. I don't like that. Yeah. What's in the cave? Let's talk about the cave. I'm so glad you brought it up. Oh, for real? Yeah, for real. Yeah. So there's a cave um, that actually you can find the entrance to connected somewhere in the woods because there's like woods surrounding the village right and the woods Mm -hmm. are super spooky and there is a place in the woods called the hole so the hole is a place that like connects to those tunnels that are underneath the castle okay it's somewhere like a hundred yards into the woods nobody can find like nobody can tell you exactly where it's located and they actually encourage you the villagers that they're like oh you're going looking for the hole don't fucking get too close or you'll never be seen again what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. I'm so glad you asked. So, strange odors have been smelled at this hole, this entrance. There is also weird sounds, like either like some sort of beast. It sounds like there's like growling or barking or some sort of like guttural sounds coming from inside this cave entrance. The villagers will also tell you that there has been an investigation of the cave, and it was discovered that it's a series of tunnels that links down underneath the castle, filled with hundreds and hundreds of human bones. Some are fresh, some are hundreds of years old. That real? I couldn't find anything that told me it wasn't, but I also couldn't find any pictures. Or well, like, never- yeah, <laughs> yeah. They don't. They don't never lies. So. Exactly. So this is obviously the truth. Uh, There is a theory that those tunnels are home to some sort of creature that is linked to all of the disappearances that this village experiences, and also possibly the disappearance of Ulrich and his kids. So that's possible. Oh, Oh, he and his kids actually disappeared. Yes. Like there's no records of their death. Correct. But there's a record of her death. Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there's huh. that. Yep. Huh. And uh, the castle. Murder, murder ghost mystery. Yeah. Ooh. The castle is closed to the public most of the year. It'll reopen in May. It's open okay. through the summer. Um, and you can have like tours throughout the castle. And then like, if you want to go into the woods and look for the hole, you can. But they make you sign a waiver that says they're not liable if anything happens to you. I'll go. I'll go. So. I'll go. Hold, hold my bear. <laughs> hold my beer let's go oh hold my uh sour ale i'll go i will fill you with sour, sour ale if you will allow us to go hunt for it i have to have a gun though that is the only thing yeah, but it's in just germany. in case do they allow guns in germany i don't actually know private yeah. citizen hold on in germany <laughs> ow 
Bless you. Thanks. Yes. Huh. You can, um, but you do have to have a firearm ownership license. Ah, okay. So like an actual, like, probably like background check, sanity check. Yeah. And just register for it. Cool. Oh, candidates are judged on trustworthiness, personal adequacy, expert knowledge, and necessity. There you go. As it yeah. fucking should be. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. I so, yeah, live, laugh, go. love to see it. Okay, sold. Cool. Yep. All right. I'll uh, I'll bring mine if you bring yours. Perfect. Thanks. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for listening to my I- wolf sex castle. Oh my god. Yep. Why did I fucking say that? Now you're I gonna run with it. Yeah. Ugh. Always. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You did this mm-hmm. to yourself. I I do every single fucking time. <laughs> Almost threw up again. Yeah. No. Bless you. Oof. <laughs> not not really. It's just the beer. It's very carbonated. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, okay. Thank you. This was this was cool. It was short and sweet. I loved it. It was nice. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. You're very welcome. Very cool. Okay. All right. So, you ready for mine? Yes. Tell me a okay. story. But before I tell you a story, wait. Let me let me check my email real quick. I have like five emails. Why do I have let five me check emails? my email. Do I don't know. Oh. Why do you have five emails? I don't. I don't have five emails. What the fuck is up with Google? I don't know. Anyways, okay. So, ha. This is the part of the episode where we give shout out to our newest Patreon members. However, today we do not have any news Patreon members, and that is A-OK. So if you want to be given a shout out right here, right now in the middle of our episode, please be sure to head on over to our Patreon and sign up for any one of the tiers, and you'll be given a shout out right here, right now in the middle of our episode. But if you would like to support us in non-monetary fun manners, ways, you can drop a rate and review on Spotify if you're listening to us there. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, that's what it is, uh, you can drop a rate <laughs> review there. And anywhere else you're listening to us, please be sure to do the thing. Because if you like what we do, rate and review. I didn't breathe during all of that. I know. And that was pretty intense. <laughs> pretty aggressive. Uh, be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. aggressive. Like, but not really. Either. I mean, only kind of. Like a little bit. Like, just, just be like a little aggressive. Not just like a r- lot aggressive, you know? Right. Just use your best judgment. You know, sometimes you got to get a little mad to do what you got to do, you know? Get a little mad to stop being sad. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? I like that, but oh, thanks. not for, for some situations. Maybe maybe not all. Maybe find a better coping skill. You didn't have to say it so loud. What? Get a get different a, coping mechanism. Get a better Damn. coping skill. Ow. Owie. Fucker. <laughs> you fucker. Okay. Um, what am I doing? Oh, it's my turn. That's right. Okay. Yeah, my turn. Okay. You're telling me a story. So I, uh-huh. Katie... Katie Groves is yeah. going to, to be telling Zoe Nolhan yes. a story. Tell me a story. About the McRaven house. Bless you. Fuck. Where is this? Mississippi. Yeah. Are you from Mississippi? I am not actually from Mississippi. I am from good old Tennessee. Are you sure you're not from Mississippi? Because you're the yep. only Mississippi yet, Zippy. I think that's <laughs> what I'm going to get you for your birthday. What? It's your just pee? a cup of piss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with the amount of times you said that <laughs> that'll kill the joke immediately <laughs> you want to kill a joke just make it uncomfortable to a million correct <laughs> god damn it it better be warm that's all i'm saying Ooh. i don't know if i can <laughs> ship it warm <laughs> i can't believe Ooh. i said that gross Ooh. i need to reel this in <laughs> okay all right <laughs> anyways i'm gonna now I'm actually going to vomit. That was gross. All right. So this house, 
This house was originally built in 1797 by a man named Andrew Glass. Fun fact, when George Washington was president, and even before Mississippi was a state. Did you know MI is uh, Michigan? Fuck. I mean, I was just curious if you knew that. No, clearly not, because I put (laughs) MI. What is Mississippi then? MS. Fuck. I thought (laughs) MS was Missouri. No, that's M-O. M-O. No, it's Montana. Hold on. Mrs. Fuck. MS is Mississippi. Um, Montana. M-A? M-O. No, Montana's M-O. That's Massachusetts. I'm so sick of it. States. Oh, what's it called? State abbreviation. Abbreviation. Okay. M-T is Montana. What? M-T is Montana. Oh. Huh. Whoops. And then is Minnesota. M-O is Missouri. M-O is Missouri. M-N is Minnesota. I keep forgetting Minnesota is a state. Michigan is M-I. Massachusetts is M-A. Maryland is M-D. I hate it. Ha 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 ha. M-S. Great. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. So glad. So glad we had that derailment. Okay. You're welcome. MS for Mississippi. All right. So I missed something here. That wasn't. Okay. So some sources said that the house that he built was supposed to serve as a way station for adventurers headed to Nashville, Tennessee, because at the time to get from, I guess, from the Mississippi River, um, I guess like Louisiana, and then travel up through. Does that make sense? No. Am I your Am I? What? Yep. I don't know. My brain just shit out. Okay. There is apparently a trail back okay. in the old days that you could follow that would get you to Nashville, Tennessee. And this house was built very close to it. So one source said that Andrew Glass built this place as a way station um, for travelers. But other sources say that it was actually his hideout. Okay. To rob people. That makes sense, I guess. <laughs> uh, the house was was a two-room, two-story building, okay? It was a kitchen on the bottom floor, and it had a room upstairs. And as I said, he was a highwayman. So he built this place. Okay, so here's the second caveat. So uh, he built the place to hide out in. So the second floor was only accessible by a removable ladder. Whoa, that's yeah. sketchy. Yeah, so, uh, well, um, he's a fucking highwayman. What do you mean? Uh, uh-huh. That doesn't mean it's still sketchy. Okay, well, right. So he would climb up the ladder, get into the second room, pull the ladder up with him, and no one ever could ever get up there and murder him. I mean, like, big sneaky. That man's sneaks level is 5,000. <laughs> he's a genius as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yep, so he, so he built that house close by, so he would travel down there and rob people and then run back like a little bitch uh so a little bitch (laughs) like a little bitch so this section of the house was called the pioneer section okay okay so ironically enough in 1836 the house was bought by a sheriff and he added on a dining room a bedroom a front patio and a second floor porch and actual fucking stairs Oh, good. So you can actually get upstairs without having to have your little retractable ladder, you fucking sketchy person. <laughs> right, Crazy. exactly. So <clears throat> the portions that the sheriff built, which I should have wrote down his name, but I didn't. I, I just didn't. Here we are. Um, it's okay. Sheriff McSheriff pants. <laughs> sheriff McSheriff face. There we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that portion of the house is called the Empire Style. 
portion of the house. So oh. <laughs> he bought that place to, I guess, get it all zhuzhed up for his wife, Mary Elizabeth. Oh, what a fancy name. Mary Elizabeth. Mary Elizabeth. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so um, he bought the place, fixed it up for his wife, uh, who was soon going to have a child. But unfortunately, she died oh. from child- childbirth Whoa. complications in 1836. Damn. And fun fact, even to this day, some of her wedding stuff is like still in the house. That's really sad. Yeah, it's really sad. Um. If anyone is curious as to why or how or what happened uh, for her childbirth, I'm just going to leave you with this. She was 15. Oh, no. Yep. So was she married? Just, were they that married? Guy. Yeah, they yes. were married. How old was he? Not 15. I, I don't want to know. I, just I know. need to know. I don't. Just don't tell me. What was the guy's name? <laughs> Andrew Glass? No, different no. guy. It was the second Sheriff- guy. Sheriff McSheriffface. We didn't get his name. <gasps> Damn it, Sheriff McSheriffface. <laughs> I can't tell with that kind of a name. It's too generic. It's fine. We don't. I. You want his? Oh my god! You want his actual name? No, it's fine. No, we'll just. Uh, your okay. ADHD brain is not going to pay attention. I mean, you're probably right. Yes. Uh, but back up. Not Hob. Sheriff uh, Stephen Howard. Sheriff Stephen Howard in 1836. You can't spell Sheriff Stephen Howard. You say 1836? Mm-hmm. Uh, how old was he? Tell me. Oh, no. I don't think it's going to say. I don't think it's going to say either. Oh, man. Oh, man. Can I, can I keep? Can yeah, I keep? go ahead. Okay. <laughs> As that's preoccupying you. Uh, okay, so she dies. Uh, some say that she died during childbirth. Some say she dies like she died like two weeks later from the complications of it. But I... But Regardless, uh, I don't, uh, oh yeah, she died. How the fuck did he flip all that up and then die the same year? That's impossible. I can be right. He bought the house in 1836, did all the renovations to the house, and then she died that year? Something in that doesn't make sense. Okay. Doesn't matter. That happens. Later, the house was purchased in 1849 by John H. Bob, and he built the rest of the remainder of the house that is seen today in a Greek revival style. Ooh. He added a parlor, master bedroom, and a more elegant staircase. And there was, like, a big fancy name for it. The fact that, like, there are styles of staircase is very interesting to me. Oh, absolutely. I think architecture, just in general, is pretty interesting. But. It's pretty neat. Whoever uh, designed the architecture of my condo can can have a minor inconvenience happen to them every so often. You know what I mean? Okay. So, like, they just stub their toe really bad? Yeah, like like every okay. like third Friday of the month would be cool. Okay, reasonable. Because there are there are very rarely. I mean, there are some like ninety degree walls, but like I guess to be like hip, unique, and different, instead of having ninety degree walls, they would do a forty five and then do another forty five to make a ninety degree wall. So instead of having just like two walls make a corner, it's three fucking walls, and it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Well, that's the worst thing I've ever done. Heard. Yep. There's some walls in here that are pretty fucking stupid. But anyways, it's not the forever homes. So, okay. So shortly after this, after uh, uh, John H. Bob and his his wife, he had he didn't have a wife that he lived with, came the Civil War. Okay. And where this town is located is in, or excuse me, where this house is located is in Vicksburg, Mississippi. 
MS, uh, came under siege by the Union Army. So there was actually a pretty decent battle there because there's a train rail. So it was actually kind of like a major battle point. So for a short period of time, the Confederates used... uh, Bob had opened up the house to be a hospital for Confederate... Confederate used it as a hospital for the Union. That doesn't fucking make sense. I think it was Confederates used it as a place for the... Used it as a hospital. At, at, at any rate, it was a hospital used. I fucked up my nose. So, cool. so because it was operated or there were, there were soldiers in there, it became under fire by cannons, which Oof. that's pretty sick that you're shooting at a house where there are like wounded... Like that's shooting fish at a barrel. What are you doing? That's bullshit. But... Even though, like, there's actually to this day some structural damage that is still, like, in the roof from Yo. cannons, from cannonballs. That's um, pretty crazy. It, 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 it survived. It was fine. Like, it just, they just patched it up, put a little, like, you know, like, spit and snot in it, and it was fine, right? Ew. Maybe don't put spit and snot. Mm. You tell that to Bob. So the Union won the siege, and so they started, they occupied the city. So at one point, Six Union soldiers were on Bob's property and they were picking some flowers and this made Bob mad because like, don't be fucking assholes destroying other people's shit. So he goes out there and tells them to fuck off, right? Yeah. So they did anything but that and they start having a verbal quarrel going back and forth. So Bob picks up a brick and throws it at them and it nails one of them in the head. Oh, Jesus Christ. Bob's a murderer. So he did. No, he didn't kill him. He didn't oh, kill him. No, I no, got no, hit in the head him. with a brick and he didn't die. But probably gave him a pretty fucking good concussion, right? Yeah. So they left dragging off that guy, but they said that they were coming. They were gonna come back and burn his fucking house down. Okay. Yeah, I would probably threaten the same thing if I got brained with a fucking rock. Yep. So Bob Jeez. leaves to go report the incident to the federal commander that's overseeing the town, uh, the Union commander. And uh, the commander said those who were involved would be reprimanded because, like, what they were doing was wrong. So he was just like, okay, like, I'm cool. I'm clear. Everything's fine. Like, it'll be handled. When he returns home, there are 25 Union soldiers outside of his house. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And they they drug him down about 100 kilometers. Not 100 kilometers. About 100 meters from his house. Excuse me. And they shot him to death. Damn. And that's why you don't throw rocks at people, children. Yep. Especially not not the soldiers who are occupying your city. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yep. So Bob's widow sold the house to a realtor in 1869 and moved and moved on. She 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 moved on from that whole situation. So the house was purchased in 1882 by a William and Ellen Murray. And they lived in the house raising four daughters and three sons. So so, so William died in the house in 1911, and his wife died 10 years later in 1921 in the house. She's one daughter died. <laughs> one daughter also died in the house in 1946, and another son died in the house in 1950. So I guess the other, like, three daughters and the other two sons didn't die in the house, but, but collectively four people had died in the house so far. So the last two people in the Murray family who owned the house was two daughters, Annie and Ella. They're unmarried. I guess that's called spinsters. Yeah. Old terminology, spinsters. And they remained there in their golden years. So even though, so the house was never updated to Mm. really have any 
anything, right? No plumbing, no electricity. The only thing that they had in their house at the time was a telephone. I guess you had to have electricity to operate a telephone, but they didn't, it's just, no one came to visit. They were hoarders. They hung out in their house. And the only people that came to visit them was like a doctor to check on them, I guess. And they actually, with the, the telephone that they had in their house, they would order shit via catalog and just have the stuff shipped to their house. But they were just ordering so much stuff that they just had stuff all throughout the house. Huh. What are you, what are you Googling? Um, if you had to have batteries um and (laughs) no because they were hand crank telephones okay that's what i i didn't know if like you hand cranking the phone gave it power yeah i did yes apparently is that answer okay cool which is silly because i own a hand crank telephone but i never really thought about how it functioned crazy yeah i mean that's just that's just not something i uh was gonna really consider looking at good thing you have me to ask the I, dumb questions. I'm so glad I have you in my life. <laughs> did you hear the sincerity in my voice? I did. That was sweet. <laughs> so they they just kind of existed in this house. And Ella died at the age of 81 in 1960. And Annie sold the home and moved away to a nursing home. So because they were such recluses and didn't come out, had shit brought to the house, they were hoarders. They were definitely just interest probably two interesting women who obviously mm. didn't go out right you, yeah humans you're supposed to be socially active and as a human creature right just just yeah. a little bit just a little bit right no one knew the place existed because it had gotten so overgrown oh damn and it was uh poorly taken care of dilapidated if you will yeah makes sense and <laughs> and the house was in bad shape so the entire second floor was actually covered in vines Yo, and they had chopped up kind of a a bit of the furniture to use as firewood. I mean, you do what you gotta do, right? I guess you know you don't, you hmm. can't leave. Hmm. In 1960, the house was purchased by an O. E. Bradway, and repairs to the place started, and it was opened up to the house for touring. Now, on January 8th, 1979, the house was placed on the National Register of Historical Places. That's fancy. Because it's historic. Yeah, that means it's old. So later in the year, Bradway had actually sold the house, I guess in 1979, Mm. around that time. Uh, A a family by the name of Havies, they bought the place. What was Havies' name? Was it French? Is that French? No, no, French is another person. Okay, so Havies bought the place and they dumped $100,000 into the home to get it updated. So they added electrical wiring, plumbing, and even did some sort of superficial repairs to the place. They actually, this is really fucking cool. They hired a master plaster to come in. A master a ma- plasterer? A master plasterer. I can't fucking. No, you're doing that great. Whole, that, that's a whole thing. Uh, to come in and restore the walls and ceilings to, the, to their original Greek revival accents. And I think that's just neat. Mrs. Havy had the original carpets from Bob's time recreated. Apparently, she found like a like a chunk of it that was still doing well, and sent it off to be duplicated and got it duplicated or something pretty close to it. And she even added back the authentic paint, paint wallpaper, fabrics, and furnishings. Oh, that's fancy. Mm-hmm. And even the front and back porches were repaired. Oh. Yes, so this is a part where she goes into the attic and sees that the rafters were fucked up because of the cannon fire. Whoops. 
And it was at this point that the roof was fixed because of the cannon fire. Holy shit. Yes. In the fucking 1980s? Yeah, I mean they didn't fix it back in the in back in the in the eighteen hundreds. So I mean they just went this whole time being fucked up. Wow, it's a miracle that bitch didn't fall in. I guess Whew. that's that's oh, that's, that's craftsmanship right there. Yeah, you know what I'm something. Saying? So it was fully restored. It was deemed it was deemed fully restored to its original glory and on April sixth, twenty eight twenty. What the fuck? Nineteen eighty. <laughs> In 2080. Fucking, <laughs> I need a fucking nap. My God. So they never they never lived in the house, but they spent nights in the house to protect it from vandals because I guess it's a little bit out of the way. Yeah. And it w- might have been like open. And like, of course, when you have like supplies, construction supplies around, that's fair game for someone to try and grab, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So after they put all of this work in the house, they sold it in 1984 to a Leyland French and uh, I think that's a woman. She she did further uh, further restorations on the place. She did a modern kitchen, and a bathroom were added into the basement. Okay. And at this point, it was featured in the National Geographic magazine, claiming it claiming the house to be a time capsule of the South because of how well it was restored. Oh, that's so cool. If, yeah. So if you actually Google the McRaven House, you can actually see like some like a lot of their stuff was original. And some of the pieces from people who have lived there were left there. So they've kind of been hung up for display kind of deal. That's fancy. Yeah. Well, I want to go. In May of 2007, the house was sold to Stephen and Kendra Reed for $1.75 million doll hairs. That's a lot of doll hairs. It is. And they opened it up to tours as a historical place and ghost hunting. That's pretty nifty. Isn't it? It's kind of it's kind of a neat place. It's kind of a kind of pretty cool. It's kind of it's kind of neat. Yeah, tickets are not even that expensive. Oh, that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, you can get combination history haunted tickets. Let's go. Yeah. A lot of people suggest that go do the history during the day and they go do a ghost stuff at night. It's the McRaven House is deemed like one of the most haunted places in Mississippi. However, with that accusation sometimes comes the lack of stories actually just because (sighs) when you say haunted you would think something along the lines of like oh man there's like a lot of really good stories no it's just a really active place with a lot of minute things yeah so you go there and you'll probably hear or see something but there's nothing like really uh noteworthy you know what i mean yeah so that was that was that's the unfortunate part of this place that the hauntings kind of suck. But I got, I still got some good. St- I still got some. I got, I got the stuff. I got the goods. You know what I'm saying? Give me the goods. I got the goods. Okay, hauntings. William Murray was once spotted in the house by the by the owner French. Oh, he. Okay, so Leyland French was a dude. Never mind. Excuse me. So okay. he saw William. <laughs> he saw William on the staircase, and I guess it was like a. He's looking at him. And he's looking at her, and he's looking at him, kind of. Th- and then, and then, finally, French was like, "I, that's a fucking ghost," and ran. <laughs> that's a ran, ghost. <laughs> that's a ghost. <laughs> and ran the fuck out of the house, right? And so, no, excuse me. He ran into one of the rooms and locked the door. That like that's gonna stop a ghost, uh, dummy. Go go through the wall. What a goof. <laughs> Waiter, he apparently called an help me Episcopal. Yeah, the Episcopal Church. 
the Episcopal Church. Uh, Episcopal yeah. priest came. A couple uh, priest came and had the house blessed. Nice. Okay. It's also speculated that the two daughters, Ella and Anne, Annie, also roam the grounds and can often be heard laughing because the sisters spent most of their times in the di- in the dining room, and that's where most of their conversations held because of how much shit that they had. Yes. So, like, the places that they can only really be was the dining room. So, you hear any laughing, you hear any talking, it's probably those two, and it's in the dining room. And there's also a piano in the house, and if you ever hear it playing, it's also speculated that it's one of them playing the piano. Well, that's gross. Maybe don't do that. Maybe don't. So, here's a creepy fact that I found from a website that said that the tour told them this piece of information. Okay. That the parlor room smells bad because of the because of stuff that these two women did. So the parlor room was set up to have a funeral held, I guess, a, the wake of one of the brothers, Harry, in 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 their house, right in that room in the funeral. Yeah, part of the fu- you part do. of the funeral, right? What you do, I guess, you know, seeing a dead body before it goes on the ground. That's I think that's weird, but okay. Uh, so so. They set it up, had the body there, did the whole thing, and they didn't arrange to have his body removed. Oh, no. So the body just decayed and bloated and stunk up the parlor room. And a human body fucking reeks when it decays. That does. So the room now stinks. Apparently, so if you smell if the room stinks, it's because of that. Yeah, yep, yep. Fun fact, um... That smell will not come out of your clothes either. Oh. In fact, anything that you wear in a room with a decomposed body, you have to get rid of. I can attest, it is not a good time. Oh. It's not a good time, man. Yep, and you're going to smell it in your hair for a week. Yep. I would good. just, ugh. Mm-hmm. It's ugh. not good. Not a good time. So, fun fact. Damn. Gross. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's pretty pretty fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. Okay. That's no. Okay. All right. Moving right <laughs> along. So Mary Elizabeth still haunts the place because she okay. died in the house. Right. And she's 15 years old. She's a child. Uh, there is a lamp that resides in the bedroom in which she passed away that will turn on and off by itself. Okay. So before French owned the home, I guess when the Havies were there, the neighbors would call and say that there was a light left on in the house. Mm-hmm. When obviously they turned off all the lights before they left. Yeah. And she's sometimes spotted around the house, but specifically either in her bedroom or on the staircase sometimes. Okay. And very notably, very notably, it happens kind of more often than it should have. The cabinet doors on the furniture in her room will open and close as to like response. Like she will open and close the cabinet doors like if you ask her a question or like wants to make her presence known. Huh. Yep. Apparently, when pregnant women come into the house, they say that it feels like some like every once in a while it'll feel like someone's trying to touch their stomach. Uh-uh. Ugh. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Uh, so she is uh, most active with women and children and has a habit of like pulling one guest away from the tour group. Probably okay. a, children, a, ch- a child to play with. No. Uh-uh. So John Bob... The guy who was killed by the Union soldiers, he always loved his spot on the second second story balcony. So he is sometimes seen looking out the window or on that balcony. And even in that area where he's was supposed to be active, there's a smell of cigarette smoke, or excuse me, cigar smoke. 
I'm assuming he smokes cigars. Correct. Right. Yes. Yeah. You nailed it. You got it. <laughs> Look at me and my big brain. <laughs> <laughs> I big brained it. So even after Glass, 250 years later, died, he still haunts his bedroom. Apparently, this motherfucker is the most active, but I have no stories. No stories. Oh, okay. You know what? You know what we need to do? What? You know how we cover these places and we're like, the stories are lacking, right? Yeah. We need we need to go to these places and get a story. Get get get, get some content. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Get some get some get some content. Absolutely. See if I can um, terrify you into crying. I'll yeah. I'll lay on a pentagram. Straw it out. No, thank you. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> huh? Oh my god. Okay, so no, wait. You're gonna terrify me into crying? What the fuck? It took you a long time to process that, buddy. Yeah, I'm tired, bitch. <laughs> I can't believe you're doing this to me right now. Oh yeah, no, no, absolutely. I would like sneak away from you and let you like be by yourself for a minute and then make a really loud sound. <laughs> I wouldn't cry. I would sure. just shit my pants. <laughs> and then the tears would come. <laughs> and then I cry because I shit my pants. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's rude. That's fucking rude. Anyways, Confederate soldiers are sometimes seen in the house because obviously it was once a field hospital. And here's a weird one-off. Here's a weird one-off story that I found. Okay. Apparently, if you're sitting on a piece of furniture, you could be thrown out of the chair. That's fucking rude. Yeah, apparently there was a guy who was sitting in a chair who got fucking thrown out of the chair. Damn, bro. And and also there was a guest in, guest sleeping in one of the bedrooms and it had two men in all black standing over his bed. No. That's fucking creepy. Yep. Mm-mm. I'm good. Stay away from me and my sleep time. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucked up. So Yeah, confront me during cool. the day like a man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone when I'm sleeping. Shit. <laughs> The spooky stuff only happens at night. Ooh. Yeah, but if I'm asleep, uh-uh. Wake me up or something. Jesus. No, just if you just see people standing over your bed, just go under the covers. They can't get you. That's yeah, the rule. They can't that's see the me. It's the rule. That's the rule. Oh, you man. can't get me. Gross. So that's the McRaven house. Thanks. You're welcome. It was, it was pretty, pretty spooky. Pretty good, yeah. but pretty spooky. Oh, my God. There was like a protective film on the remote of my... Of my lights and that was just gave me such satisfaction peeling that off oh i'm sure no that's always lovely peeling those what stickies I, off yeah one of my co-workers calls it a condom and i was like my guy what the fuck man <laughs> unfortunately sir you are incorrect in your terminology yeah i don't know whatever so i picked a whole bunch off and i flicked them out and i was like i'm fucking <laughs> condoms at you since you want to be fucking weird and call them that <laughs> acceptable totally acceptable okay. yep okay cool great lovely wonderful Absolutely. stop you're gonna make me yawn yawn bitch quit yeah that's a bedtime yes yes Favorite. it is i'm an old cool. person i'm tired yes you are sweetie it's terrible go bed me me okay are we good anything else any thoughts conclusions oh did you did you hear about the um actress that got stabbed um reese um witherspoon no with a knife <laughs> thank you thank no. you for that <laughs> fuck you i fell 
face first into that bitch so fucking hard it hurt. <laughs> oh, I thought you were I'd- gonna do it. I thought for a second you weren't going to say it. And I was like, I oh, was, shit, how do I do this? I was so concerned. I was like, Reese Witherspoon got stabbed? You're an asshole. <laughs> Not with a knife. Oh, shit. Beautiful. Hey. Thank you for today. No. Uh, again you know what's so upsetting everybody when i put the poll up that was like hey does everyone think zoe's funny yes or no every single fucking person said yes zoe's hilarious thank you thank you all for validating me when katie just breaks me down i'm gonna put a poll up that just the two options are no and hell no Ooh, beautiful i hate it here uh, thank you thank no. you for this i Thank you. I can't believe you're picking on me right now. My poor cat is sick. I've been uh-huh. struggling all week to deal with that. You just pick on me like this? Yeah, do you feel better now that you've like yelled at me? A <laughs> L- little bit. <laughs> I knew oh it. <laughs> I gotta go. I, I gotta go anywhere else but fucking here, bitch. Okay, that's reasonable. Totally reasonable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Let's cut the pineapple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cut cut your face please don't uh no never i bleed that's your money that's your money maker all right sure uh if if you want to check us out please be sure to head over our uh podcast website at www.hauntherabillionerherd.com uh we have a contact page where we will take suggestions and the page is working blake blake we need you to send out a uh thing to test the thing we haven't done that in a couple weeks whoops okay i don't think you know we haven't done it in just a few weeks, so we got to test it again. Okay. Like our IT staff is slacking on their duties, but it's okay. We'll we'll get that we'll get that straightened out. We'll uh, do what we need to do, handle that situation. Yeah, yeah, uh, if yeah, you wanna, yeah, yeah. If you want to check us out on uh, our social media, Instagram and Twitter at HHIBKH Podcast. I'm on Instagram. Zoe's on Twitter. Are we? Yes. I want to occasionally. Media. I think I liked something on Twitter the other day. I want a social media manager so bad but i need this podcast to take off but bro same it is what it is all right that's all we got thanks for coming beautiful appreciate it thank you for coming thank you i i like doing this i like the podcast i do too it's really fun sometimes i'm like god i don't want to do this but then i get here and i get here with you and just this is fun yes exactly except for your jokes i'm so fucking funny it's not even funny Uh, whatever okay I gotta end this because I'm done with your shit. Okay. Ha 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 ha. Until next time. Haunt her. I barely know her. Or anybody that goes to that that um castle place. The hole? What? Yeah, the hole. <laughs> That's what she said. Got him.